Marco Girolamo Vida uh, was a humanist and a bishop who lived from 1485 to 1566. Uh, he was a Latin poet I active in Rome under Popes Leo X and Clement VII. And it was the former, Leo, who commissioned his great epic, the Christiad, which is a retelling of the life of Christ in the style of Virgil. And this was uh, eventually published in 1535. Well, I, Harvard University Press has just come out with a beautiful new edition of this work, which I have to confess that I was completely ignorant of until I saw it in their uh, library. And I've just been reading it and really enjoying the Latins. is terrific. And it's just uh, very, very interesting. It says here that it was the most popular Christian epic of the Renaissance, and it appeared in 40 editions before 1600. Well, I'm just through, just about through the first book, and I re wanted to read you a section uh, that comes right after Jesus goes into the temple at Jerusalem and um, overturns the tables of the money changers. And uh, then after he does that, he, he prays at the altar. And while he's praying, his companions are looking and admiring the temple. And Vita has this beautiful description of the temple of the Jews at Jerusalem. And then uh, Jesus comes, sort of surprises them as they <laughs> sort of sneaks up on them and uh, talks to them about the ultimate destruction of the temple. The translation in this new edition is wonderful. It's by James Gardner, who is a writer and art critic who lives in New York City. And uh, I could never improve on it. So I want to read you the passage that I've picked out in English, translated by Gardner. And it starts out as follows. While the Son of God prayed to his Father at the altar, his followers wandered through the temple, marveling at each detail of the building, gazing up at its huge mass and the labors of its artisans, one hundred columns of stone, a hundred more of solid bronze, tall as lofty mountains, beams and coffers hewn from everlasting cedar, bronze doors that resounded on brazen jams, smooth floors painstakingly inlaid with cut stone. They also saw doorposts fashioned from pure gold, as well as golden tables and chariots placed upon the altars as votive offerings that gleamed with ivory and ebony. No sooner had they made their tour than the hero appeared suddenly and silently, having completed his prayers. This massive building, he said, like a pine tree uprooted by the wind, will be overturned in an instant, bringing with it great ruin and collapse. O oh, city of Solomon, a retribution awaits you that is worthy of your deeds, you who dared to stone and slaughter so many prophets sent to you by the divine will. Dumwer ad fatur genitorem divus ad aram, Mirantes socii, templum per singula lustrant, Suspectu molem vasta artificum quellaborem, Cautibus excisas centum, centaire columnas, Omnes e solid omnes altis montibus aequas, Tigna quetae ternex cedro laque aria heno, Quae ratas poro stridentes cardine portas, 
sectelibusque minutatim sola levia saxis. Tum pur ex auro postes mensasque metallo, e similet fixos alta donaria curus, distinctos e benet candenti elefanto. Quae dum cuncta legunt, perfectis ordine votis, improvisus adest, tacitusque supervidit heros, at quaet, aic moles, adio aic imania templa, protinus ut vento radicitus erut apinus, versa repente dabunt labingentemque ruinam, et tibi digna tuis, solim instant praemia factis. Quae vates ad te missos divinitus auses tot ferro peteraut duris detrudre saxis. This is the Latin Poetry Podcast with me, Chris Francese. Thanks a lot for listening, and don't forget to send me your comments and suggestions.